1: This This is is your dose dose of daily daily market market wisdom wisdom with master Master trader, Trader Nick Nick Santiago. Santiago. Starting from humble beginnings, Nick has been beating the markets for over two decades. He shares with you his take on the profitable trades that will have you moving towards financial freedom in no time at all. To see an in-depth review of his track record and much more, go to inthemoneystocks.com. Welcome, you are listening to your daily dose of daily market wisdom with master trader, Nick Santiago. I'm Kerry Lutz, and today is July 22nd, 2020. This is show number 81. Well, Nick, uh, earnings season is upon us. Yep,
0: earnings season's underway, and we're really gonna start to see lots and lots of companies now report each and every night, each and every morning before the opening bell, so get ready for that. But the big one tonight is going to be Tesla. Tesla earnings come out tonight. If the company can report another profitable quarter, it will qualify to get into the S&P 500. And that means that many fund managers will be forced to buy the stock as part of their portfolio if they have not owned it already. Um, So that's going to be pretty important. Everybody's watching Tesla today, and we'll see how that plays out tomorrow. As you know, the stock is trading around $1,575 right now. And uh, it's gonna be an interesting one there. It's in the stratosphere, in my opinion, it's priced for perfection. So you know what that means. It's gonna be a tough hurdle to go higher, but you never know in this environment.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, if the, and I'm almost sure they're gonna have a profit, even if they have a $1 profit, that's four consecutive quarters, S&P has to take them, right?
0: I don't know if they have to take them or I I do know that they qualify to go in. So I'm not exactly sure how that works. But, um, you know, most people are saying, hey, this company is probably now, you know, one of the most uh, highest market caps in, in, in the world. I mean, it's valued, uh, I think it's,
1: it's even more valuable, valuable than Home Depot at the moment. So, you know, why wouldn't they take it? Yeah, well, it's, it was yesterday when I looked, it was 15 something and it was, its market cap was $299 billion and yeah, it's, it's, it's rather incredible yeah that's <laughs> what can you say about it uh, so a couple of noteworthy ones coming out Microsoft, Las Vegas Sands Whirlpool uh, wow. what's that going to mean
0: well, Microsoft's a big one because that's a market leader. That's also a trillion dollar market cap company and a big part of the NASDAQ 100. So Microsoft has been really having, you know, an incredible run back in March. It was below 140. Now here we are around $209 a share. So Microsoft's had an incredible run. Um, so we'll see if that gets a big pop. If it does pop, that, that'll lift the entire NASDAQ as far from what I can see. And then um, after that you going to have Las Vegas Sands. Everybody's wondering how these casinos are doing. Um, today that stock is trading around 3350. So that'll be a little bit of a bellwether for the uh, casino names tomorrow. And then you got Whirlpool, which is you know, an appliance uh, manufacturer, and we'll see how that plays out. That's always a, a good little tell of how the economy is doing how uh, people are doing as far as uh, the home builders because people moving into new homes need appliances and so forth. So these are some pretty important stocks to follow tomorrow, and uh, they all report tonight after the closing bell.
1: All right, so we would be remiss if we didn't mention uh, what's happening with gold and silver today.
0: Well, gold and silver, again, they're just going higher, and um, again, this is now turning into a parabolic runaway move uh, today, you have the GLD, which is gold ETF, up $1.30. Spot gold, as we speak, uh, I shouldn't say spot, I should say futures. Uh, future gold is up $11.50. But silver is the story, and we've been talking about silver on here for a while. Silver went above $23 today uh, in the futures, right now trading at around twenty two sixty seven. dollars That's over 5%. That's just tr- tremendous And we've been saying that silver is the place to be, and uh, it really is just uh, going
1: off the charts now. What about the fact that $20, you know, round number, that's a big psychological resistance point, and then $21 was a major technical resistance point, I guess, going back to 2016? Yeah,
0: yeah, 2016 pivot high. That happened in the month of June. I believe that was uh, right around... Let me just get the exact quote there. I believe it was $21.22, $21.22. And here we are now, you know, pierced $23, and we backed off a little bit. But that is a rocket ship of a move. But now we are going parabolic.
1: Yeah, so parabolic, which means there's going to be a pullback at some point. Yes,
0: parabolic means you're going to get a lot of the weak hands in play. They're going to jump on board here at the late stage, and then we're going to get a pullback, which is going to lead to the next monster opportunity.
1: Yeah. What kind of pullback do you think we'll get? A $5 pullback, you think, no, or you, three? You, no,
0: you never know. I mean, right now, I, I think a natural pullback takes you to 21 or even 20, um, and then then it could reset itself and, and break out even higher.
1: Really? And then uh, who knows how high it'll go at that point?
0: Well, then you go back on the chart, and you really look at the, the past uh, pivot points. I mean, the next big level is going to be 30. And then after that, it's 35. And after that, you're going back to 40. And then it's the uh, 2011 top, which was just under $50. So, I mean, these are all attainable levels and people don't realize when this gets motoring and it breaks out, these breakouts are fast and furious. And, um, you know, we're already starting to see, this is stage one of probably, you know, five to six stages
1: of of a move. Really, so kind of like, uh, interesting. Kind of like when it once it gets going, you know, it's a steamroller, kind of like Tesla, huh?
0: Yeah, that's a perfect example to use. Tesla, and then you've seen a lot of other stocks out there, you know, biotech stocks like Moderna or uh, BioNTech. And, you know, these things, when they get going and they break out to levels, you know, they can just continue to go. You got to remember, silver is still um, very, very low when you compare it to the price of gold. The, the yes. gold silver ratio is still not even in sync yet, so again, silver has a lot of catching up to do, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what that uh, eventual uh, gold to silver ratio is going to be.
0: It it normally is sixty to one when it when it really gets in line. So you know we'll we'll see where this where this uh, heads to, but um, you know again, I just think silver right now is getting a little bit long in the two short term, but in the longer term, it's just getting started.
1: Wow. Yeah, that that's quite a story. And the uh, the small cap, micro cap uh, silver miners, there's not a lot of pure silver miners in the world because silver is a byproduct of base metals, copper, lead, and zinc. But the stocks in the uh, junior miners are just, they're going parabolic too.
0: Yeah. In fact, everything everything silver and gold is going parabolic at this stage, silver more so. Um, but that's just telling you, you know, what, what's coming. I mean, you got central bankers around the world printing tons and tons of money. It's not just here in the U.S. with the Federal Reserve. Yesterday, Europe passed a big, big uh, stimulus package in the trillions of euro. Um, and, and then you have Bank of Japan following suit. China's following suit. It, it really is just unprecedented. We've never seen anything like this. And that's why, you know, you're, you're seeing these moves.
1: Yeah. 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 I, uh, it's rather shocking. I always knew it was going to happen, but it's been so many years, Nick, so many years.
0: Well, when you think about it, we put a peak in in 2011 for gold and silver, silver top first, and then we pulled back for five years. So, you know, when, when you think about it like that, that's just a natural, healthy pullback. If you just look at a gold chart, you know, gold put in its parabolic move in 2011, but it was coming from a low Um, that occurred in 1999. So, you know, to get a five-year pullback after a run like that, that's not unnatural. It's actually healthy. And, you know, I always thought that gold would retest 1,000, around that even number 1,000. It looks like gold got down to around 1,045. All right, close enough for government work. It bottomed late 2015. But look what it's doing now. It's just carving out, you know, a monster right-side move going into the 2011 high so you have to think you know if we pull back first that'll be beneficial if we go through it then we'll get a pullback at some sort at some point I should say and then you know we'll, we'll look for the pattern there and um, ultimately you know this this has to go higher from where we are
1: yeah and hey when you look back at the March 23rd low you know, it broke twelve dollars and so really in the space of less than, a little more than uh, right around four months, we saw it pretty much almost double, which is very similar to what it did in 2008 and nine, when it went way down, I think to seven bucks. And then later on by 2011, it was up to close to 50. So, but this is even faster than, than that occurred.
0: Yeah. And this is, this is really just the beginning stages of, of a bigger move. I mean, you have to look at these past historical charts just to put things in perspective. And um, again, everybody should have some of this, you know, personally um, in in metal form, you know, whether it's coins, whether it's, you know, maybe 10 ounce bars. I don't know if you want the hundred ounce bars. They're kind of heavy, but uh, you know, everybody
1: should have a little bit of this. This is the ultimate insurance policy as far as I can see. Yeah, that might be the only insurance policy, too, Nick. It Uh, might be. Other stocks like uh, energy, we had some numbers come in there?
0: Um, Today we had the oil inventory numbers. They were released at 10 o'clock. It looks like um, we had a little bit of a build in crude oil of around 4.89 million barrels. Last week we showed a draw of 7.49 million barrels. So this week, uh, not so much. Gasoline inventories had a draw of 1.8 million barrels. Uh, last week, there was a draw of 3.15 million barrels. But I have to say, um, since those numbers came out, you know, the uh, the energy stocks have stabilized. They were down a lot more earlier in the day. So again, um, the pattern for crude oil is still higher.
1: So the pattern is still higher for crude oil. And I guess uh, we're going to see this because no one was expecting it to be where it is now, $40 oil.
0: I don't think anybody was expecting it. So you know, again, when you think about, it, we were negative forty in, in the month of May, and uh, here we are sitting, you know, at around forty one and change at the
1: moment. Yep, but you picked up on it as usual.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's just about the chart pattern, you know. When you look at the chart pattern, it tells you every everything you really want to know. Um, and and right now, the chart pattern is still good in oil. It still tells us, you know, next thing is next spot is forty five. After that, fifty, and then as high as fifty five potentially.
1: All right. Well, hey, uh, I was talking to you pre-call. Since I started uh, using your system, your calls, I've had uh, eight option winners, one stock winner, and I've got two that I'm holding now that are one slightly out of the money. The USO is a lot out of the money, but you're still thinking USO could move, huh?
0: I think it could move I'm not sure if we're gonna be able to take a profit on that um, because that was restructured uh, in the month of May and that kind of distorted the option play there so you know we'll have to be a little bit careful there Um, I'm not sure if that'll get us to the promised land but um, again you know if you you might have to take a loser every now and then that's just part of the business Uh, but overall I mean if oil goes to where I think it could go that USO call option could actually you know gain some back so We'll, we'll have to keep monitoring it. We'll see where it goes. But I, I am pretty confident that we're going to see higher oil from here.
1: Yeah, that's which, of course, no one's predicting. We've got all sorts of uncertainty in the world, geopolitical events. We've got uh, mysterious explosions taking place in Iran daily that just happen to be blowing up uh, key military installations, key nuclear installations. You wonder how long that's going to go on for until till something hits the fan.
0: Well, like you said, um, we're living in an upside down world right now. So, you know, again, we have to just take it as, as it comes. But the, the best guide, in my opinion, is the charts.
1: Yeah. And they always will be. And I guess we'll leave it at that. So go take a look at Nick's website for his trading record in the money the Twitter feeds at ITMS, at Nick Santiago 01, at Carrie Lutz. Write us with your questions and comments. We, were, we answered that one. That was actually uh, somebody's question here. Uh, Jake L. Uh, was wondering what was up with it, and we're answering that. We'll have a couple more questions uh, tomorrow and the day after, but just write us, kl at Nick, we will pick up tomorrow. Sounds great, Kerry. This concludes another episode of Daily Market Wisdom with Master Trader Nick Santiago. For more information, go to InTheMoneyStocks.com and see Nick's full trading record or check out the Twitter feeds at ITMS and at NickSantiago01.